This is Robin Shelby, Slimer from Ghostbusters 2, and you're listening to the Alabama Ghostbusters. The official podcast for Alabama's Ghostbusters community, taking our passion for and becoming geeks for good. Find us online at alabamagb.com. Here are your hosts for the official Alabama Ghostbusters podcast, Brock Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. And welcome into episode number nine of the Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. Hope you are doing extremely well. I'm Brock Parker, chief of the Alabama Ghostbusters. As always, with me are... I'm Bo Bearden, deputy chief of the Alabama Ghostbusters. And I'm Kevin Gardner, co-captain of the Alabama Ghostbusters. And every episode, or at least almost every episode, we like to feature one of our members. And we're doing just that. This time, we're bringing on our newest honorary member. She is... Say hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys doing? I'm Robin Shelby. (laughs) Oh, we're doing extremely well. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And we've had Robin on our podcast before. Uh, We had her a couple of episodes ago where we interviewed her about coming to Alabama Phoenix Festival. This time, we get to talk to her and find out her thoughts about uh, this past year's Alabama Phoenix Festival. And why don't we go ahead and just get this out of the way now. We've got some fantastic news in that at Alabama Phoenix Fest 2013, which is uh, Memorial Day weekend next May, 24th through the 26th, guess who's coming back to Alabama? That would be me. Yes. (laughs) I'm so excited. I am so excited. We are very happy that you will be joining us once again, and uh, we'd like to thank Tim and Steve and Stan and the good folks at Alabama Phoenix Festival for allowing us to sponsor her once again, so she will be sponsored and presented by our group, the Alabama Ghostbusters. And I personally cannot wait to see you guys again. You are just amazing and loved every moment. I'm looking forward to a lot of fun with you guys again. We'll definitely have a lot of fun. We certainly enjoyed having you here. We miss you and Sean terribly. Miss you too. We can't wait to get you back. We're so happy that um, we just announced this this past Friday. Woohoo! Tim uh, with uh, Phoenix Fest gave me the go-ahead. They announced and we announced soon after that uh, Robin would be back. We'll talk a little bit about Phoenix Fest coming up in just a little bit. But let's talk about this past Phoenix Festival. Mm-hmm. And... Let's just go ahead and, and, and get your thoughts on that. What I, I think what I loved most about the Phoenix Festival was it was intimate. Everybody could approach everybody easily. And I think people could walk around freely and feel free to come up and approach any guest that was there. I loved it. I loved it. I thought the feeling was, was just wonderful, you know, between the guests and the, and the people there to enjoy the guests. Um, it, was, it was amazing. I loved it. For a first-year convention, they really did a fantastic job of bringing it together, making it feel like they had been doing this thing for years. There were no hiccups at all, literally. It's like, you know, I, I, I think Tim was able to enjoy the festival. Um, there were no fires to put out because there was so much planning ahead of time. Um, they did it right. I mean, honestly, the weekend was smooth, and I think everybody just had a great time. I can't rant and rave on hours and hours about Phoenix Festival. I mean, once again, though, you know, it was fun. You know, we were you know, a group attending the con, but, you know, we were part of the con. You know, we were along for the ride, and we had a blast. I know I did. And I and I would like to say that I, I thought it was great that we finally got to meet Robin. 
Oh, oh yeah. And, Thank and you. My wife uh, wanted me to tell you that she really enjoyed making the cake, and she's glad that she, that you enjoyed it. Your birthday cake. That cake was the most amazing cake I've ever had in my life. Tell your wife that. It, it was – I have pictures. I still use this in my cover photo on Facebook. Awesome. Um, but seriously, yeah, that was just a piece of art. I didn't even want to dig into it and eat it. It was amazing. <laughs> Definitely an awesome cake. Yes. Of course, we had Robin's birthday party, like uh, Kevin said. Uh, may do that again this upcoming year. I don't know. Um, we're, we're probably going to need to because um, – <laughs> Because Lisa's already planning on one-upping herself <laughs> with the cake. Oh, wow. But um, see, now, technically, my birthday happens the day after the festival is over, though. What's your point? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't ruin my wife's dreams, okay? Okay. I, and I will not refuse your wife's cake, because it was amazing. So, <laughs> yeah, just, just tell her it's a go. Okay. <laughs> we are in the, the planning stages for this next Alabama Phoenix Festival. Uh, we're doing something really special this year. I think we talked about it the last podcast where uh, every year at Dragon Con, we have PKE Surge, which is the largest gathering of ghost heads in the Southeast uh, every year. People come from all over the nation. I think this time we've got people coming from Australia, maybe yep. a couple other parts of the world. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's a big deal every year. Dragon Con is extremely huge. They had 46,000 people there last year. And while... It's an awesome event. It's coming up, uh, as, as we're recording this, is coming up this weekend, and we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. But it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a great time with a lot of people. But you don't get that personal feeling off of it because there, there are so many people. So what we're doing at, at Phoenix Fest this next year is we're having Ghostbusters Mass Hysteria. Mass Hysteria is is going to be the Alabama version of PKE Surge. We've already got a lot of people from around the Southeast saying that they're going to try their best to to get there for this. And we're going to have awards that we're going to hand out. We're going to have a big dinner with Robin. And Yay! We may have some other guests, Ghostbusters-related guests, in the near future that we can talk about. And I'm sure that we'll get them involved as well if that happens. And we're going to have... Wow, the, the, the planning just keeps going around in my mind. We're doing so much of it right now, even though it's so far out. We'll have our table set up there with our uh, Mass Hysteria banner, and you can do things at our table. Right now, the Phoenix Fest folks are talking about doing a kid-friendly uh, section of the convention, and we're going to have, hopefully, a big part to do with that. We're going to keep some of those things under wraps right now, but I think the kids are going to absolutely love what we've got planned. Uh, one of the things I will I will mention is we're thinking about doing a slime lab, which I have to be a part of. You know that, right? Of course, naturally, okay. absolutely. Okay. okay, good, good. Well, our own rookie, David Rookie Rayleigh, that everybody Woo-hoo! loves and loves to pick on because he's the rookie. <laughs> he is very good at explaining the properties of ectoplasmic residue or slime. <laughs> So he is probably going to head up a large part of that and demonstrating how to make your own slime and exactly, you know, if you choose maybe a certain color of slime, what that slime will be able to do based on the color, things of that nature. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have we'll have some events for the kids as well. So uh, we are a family-friendly organization, and I know APF is as well. So uh, that's going to be a big part. But another thing that we're planning on doing is something that we've wanted to do at Dragon Con for PKE Surge for the last four years and dragon con is so large 
it's just really not possible to do this. And so rookie probably gonna let him have another big hand because you got to understand rookie is a young guy. He's got a lot of energy, which some of us older folks don't have. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So we're letting him uh, head up probably a scavenger hunt. And we're going to have, you know, you walk around with your PKE meters out and try to find some of the haunted artifacts from Ghostbusters, the video game. So those are, you should see some of those around the con and it should be a a big scavenger hunt. And we'll try to have some prizes and awards for that as well. But that's that's just a small taste of what we're planning on. We're going to make this really interactive and fun the entire weekend. Surge is normally a Saturday only event. Well, we've got a table there the whole weekend at Dragon Con. It's normally Saturday that we do the awards, the Dragon Con parade, and do a lot of interacting with each other. But APF and Mass Hysteria will be the entire weekend of things to do. And it's going to be awesome. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, Brock, Dragon Con's become too big. It will encompass the whole weekend, not just one day. Yeah, Dragon Con's fun, and we absolutely love Dragon Con. But, and, and Robin can tell you this past year, as she already has, it was very intimate. We got to sit down at any point in time with each other and just talk and just mingle and have a good time. And that's what that's what we're going to try to do with Mass Hysteria. That's awesome. That's exactly what I was trying to say. It was just so, so intimate that everybody could just enjoy the experience of meeting everybody else. And you don't always you don't always see that at every convention. So they you know, it's pretty special. It really was. Right, and if you did come out to uh, to Phoenix Fest this past uh, May, the configuration may be a little bit different. I think uh, Tim and Steve and the guys have uh, some different things in mind as far as the layout of the facility, which should open it up more, and uh, we'll be able to do our scavenger hunt pretty easily and having the kids' area and everything. But everything right now is in the planning stages, as we said. Nothing is finalized except the fact that Robin's coming. Yay! And the fact that we are going to have mass hysteria. You can pretty much count on everything we've told you, but as far as the logistics of APF and what they do, that's that's not final yet, and we'll leave those leave that up to those guys. Thankfully, we'll be able to sit down at dinner uh, at Dragon Con this year with Tim and Steve and have some time with them as well. You know, we'll have to do something. Tim's birthday is on the 25th of May. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to, like, I don't know. we got to get our heads together and think of something to do for him as well. I sincerely agree, and I I think that Tim's going to have a fun time when we do it. He's amazing. So, yes, I, th- I think we need to, to chat and scheme and plot a little bit. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm down <laughs> for it. Woohoo! As we mentioned, we've got uh, PKE Surge. As of this recording, right now it is the week of Dragon Con. I'm super excited for it. Uh, something I look forward to every year. Maybe not so much this year because we've got the potential for a Hurricane Isaac to hit Dragon Con while we're there. Wow. Fun times. Gotta love the South. Yeah, being this close to the Gulf of Mexico is uh, interesting sometimes. But hopefully Isaac's not going to be too big of a problem. The, the only concern I really have with Isaac is suiting up and getting my pack out into the rain. Right. Especially during the parade. The parade is Saturday morning. As of this recording, it's looking to be a 60 to 70% chance of the wet stuff. I don't know if I'm going to put my pack on the entire convention because of this, but that's just my luck. I get mine finished and ready to roll it out for a whole weekend and we get rain. <laughs> I mean, with all due respect, it's like, you know, the pack take care of them, but it's more important that you take care of yourself during the whole thing oh. too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm hoping no kids fly off the top of the parking decks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why am I laughing at that? Wendy, I can fly. <laughs> 
But uh, Dragon Con is going to be a lot of fun. Bo and I have been on the planning committee for this, and a lot of behind-the-scenes work has gone into it. And it's been very active, very tiring the last few weeks, trying to get ready for the uh, for the dinner and for the awards and um, the parade. Right now, we've got about 90 people signed up for the parade, 90 Ghostbusters. Wow. If everybody shows up, we'll be uh, the largest crowd we've ever had. Two years ago, we had 80 people. Yeah. And it's been hitting roughly in the 50 to 60 range uh, the other couple of years. Surge has only been around since 2009. In 2009, it was about 55. The year after that was, was when we hit 80. Last year, we were down to about 50 or 60. This year, we've got potentially 90. Not everybody showed up last year, otherwise we would have had more. So we'll see if everybody shows up this time around. That should be a lot of fun, as long as, as long as we can avoid the rain. The parade's always been really in really good weather. So Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. So we'll see how that works out. But it's going to be tiring. Bo and I are getting there on Thursday. I mean, I'm leaving my house early Thursday morning. <laughs> Whenever we're in the middle of the hurricane or tropical storm here, the weather's going to be hitting at that time. So it's going to be a fun trip. They're just going to take the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Go throughout the uh, the aluminum boat in the back, and if I had one. Not everybody in Alabama has an aluminum boat. <laughs> Our friends from Louisiana probably will bring theirs, though. I think Ben <laughs> Ben will bring one. No, wait, wait. Don't, don't they have those fan boats instead? Oh, the air boats? Yeah, the air boats, yeah. Oh, I wonder if Ben's got one. <laughs> well, I mean, he's from Louisiana. He has to have one, right? I would hope so. Yeah, just like we have to have uh, aluminum boats here. Here's yes. what we can do. Ben can bring his fan boat. You can stand behind it and see if it'll budge the hair that he likes to joke about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly why I talk about Ben in the airboat, because he loves to talk <laughs> about my hair. He, he has an obsession with your hair. <laughs> we love you, Ben. So does my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just going to be interesting to see with the uh, with Isaac hitting the, the mainland Tuesday, Wednesday. So we'll see how it goes, but Dragon Con is going to be fun. Yep. Looking forward to seeing all of our fellow ghost heads. For me personally, this this is my fourth consecutive year of Dragon Con, doing the entire weekend, uh, beginning next year. And this is another thing between Dragon Con and APF, is APF is very affordable. You can go to APF, not spend a lot of your money, have a great time. Dragon Con, the passes to Dragon Con and the things themselves, not that bad. It's the hotel rooms. And the hotel rooms have gotten completely out of hand yeah. with, with Dragon Con. So they make sure they get everything that, that they want out of all the, the con members. And it's just, it's just getting really expensive to go to every year. So yeah. probably beginning next year, if I do go up, it'll be on a Friday or a Sunday at some point. If there's anybody I really want to see, any guests that I really want to see. You know, it's not totally all Dragon Con's fault about the hotel room situation. Because, I mean, Atlanta likes to plan all the things that weekend. I mean, we've got, what, two college football games, uh concert i want to say a nascar race there's pretty much like anything and everything that's happening is happening in atlanta on labor day weekend yeah i, I remember in 2009 it was um say alabama virginia tech the nascar race a britney spears concert dragon con <laughs> they had a ton of events so yeah i mean the hotel it's not just dragon con because the reason being that the hotels do make a lot of money but having everything near downtown atlanta that weekend really does jack up the prices man i tell you what my wallet is is gasping for air at this point. Do you think they'll have a lot of cancellations um, because of the upcoming hurricane? Nah. Probably not. Wow. No, people that go to Dragon Con are hardcore. That's dedication for you. Oh, I mean, there's people, you know, they plan their whole year for this, this weekend. Yeah, it's like the yearly family trip. 
Yeah, this is the one weekend that I've been looking forward to every year for the last four years until APF happened. Once APF happened, my whole outlook changed. Like I said, if you're heading to Dragon Con, we'll see you there. There will be a few of the Alabama GBs there. As we've been talking about uh, all the different events and everything coming up with APF and Dragon Con, PKE Surge, Robin, you've had a chance, like you said earlier, to go to three different conventions. Yes. In Cincinnati and Houston and, of course, in Birmingham. Yes. What's your take on fans and how you're treated at conventions or how you interact with people? I I have not had a bad experience. I'm serious. It's like, you know, any of the GB fans have been nothing but gracious and sweet and kind. The only thing that, that was a little weird that happened at this last convention, it wasn't even with a GB fan. It was this woman who was there who claimed to be press and was walking around with her camcorder wanting to do interviews with all the guests that were there. And she wasn't press. I kind of should have figured that out when she said, um, yeah, I don't know who you are and, and I don't know any of the work that you've done, but I'm going to turn on my camcorder and just talk, okay? <laughs> and she said that to every guest. I was sitting next to uh, Tim Taylor from The Hunger Games and same thing, except he was a little... I think he got wise to it because he saw what was happening with me and he didn't end up getting recorded, but a couple of us did. And she ended up, they they ended up kind of talking to her and saying, look, you know what you're doing, you can't do. And if you want to meet the guests, we'll escort you over so you can talk to them, but no recording them. And, but that wasn't even a GB fan. So no complaints whatsoever. Um, I actually love going to the different cities and meeting the different franchises and the GB fans because they're all amazing and they couldn't be nicer to me. I can't complain. Well, you also have a have a good reputation of getting together with the uh, the Ghostbusters of Southern California and doing some events too, right? Yeah, I just went with them. They had a screening, um, the biggest like portable inflatable outdoor movie screen. They they screened Ghostbusters, and I ended up meeting up with them, and they're wonderful too. You know, I've made some really good friends with them because it's so easy for me to get together with them. They're right in my backyard, but they're wonderful, and I ended up uh, watching. With my husband, Sean, Ghostbusters outside, and, and we had we had a great old time. I noticed things that I had never noticed before, though. You know, watching it on such a big screen, like product placement that I hadn't really seen before. You know, like Diet Coke cans that I never had realized were there. It was it was fun. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. It's like, it, even though I've watched the movie a million times, I'll still always catch something I've never seen before. Yeah, especially on such a big screen. You notice little details that, you know, oh, yeah. you, it, just, it just didn't, you just didn't get noticed before. Yeah, the Southern California GBs are great. They're they're really wonderful too. Did you notice that in the first movie Ernie had a mustache? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bad joke, thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> but I'm punched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're definitely right. Once you see it on the bigger screens, definitely uh things you see once in a while. I'd never been to an event like that that was like completely outdoors and this huge inflatable movie screen and there were like different trucks of different gourmet foods that they brought in that you could buy and it was a real community event. It was fun. And the the Southern California GBs brought the a couple of ectos and it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Very cool. As we're talking about events, we've got several that we're about to be part of after PKE Surge. And wow, October is going to be here before you know it. And of course, everybody thinks that all these Ghostbusters franchises are nothing but Halloween groups. So we all get hammered by request for October. Bo and Kevin, if you will, just talk about some of the events that we've got coming up in a couple of months. 
All right, we're coming up on Saturday, September 9th. We'll have a JDRF Walk for the Cure for Diabetes. It'll be in Huntsville. I believe that is a Sunday, if I'm correct, at 2.30. The guys up in the Huntsville area, they took care of it last year. They had a blast, and a lot of people enjoyed being part of it. So if you're in the Huntsville area, make sure to come out and join them there. Okay, on Saturday, October 6th, we have the ever-famous Madison Street Festival. We've been doing the Madison Street Festival now for several years. We are going to be back and more than likely in the same spot. So if you've uh, come out to the Madison Street Festival any time in the past, uh, come and locate us in the same, the same area, and uh, we're going to be bigger than ever. Um, on Saturday, October 13th, we have the Mount Laurel Harvest Festival. Now, if you've been around the group for any amount of time, you'll know that anything Mount Laurel we've done pretty much from the get-go. And um, this is a huge huge uh, event for the group. Uh, the Harvest Festival is huge. Uh, we have the Spring Festival, but this time around we're going to have the Harvest Festival. Um, the, the group is going to be there. Uh, we'll more than likely have a presence there this year. May not may not be as big as we usually have every year, but uh, we're going to be there. Um, on Saturday, October 27th, we have a new event called the Duncanburg Wood Haunted Trail. It's actually going to be out in Brent, Alabama. We have Birmingham, Alabama on the uh, schedule, but it's actually going to be in Brent. We want you to come out and join us. This is actually one of the uh, premier haunted trails out in the uh, Centerville Brent area. It's going to be very fun. We're more than likely going to be stationed at the staging area uh, for uh, entertainment purposes, but uh, we're going to be there for the majority of the day on October 27th, and we hope you join us. I wish I could join you guys on some of your events. You guys are always so busy. I love it, and you're doing some pretty cool things. Well, also, um, October 12th and the 13th, uh, one of our other honorary members will be in Birmingham, in Leeds, actually at Atrox Factory, which is a haunted house. Our second honorary member, uh, Ernie Hudson. Winston. Uh, <laughs> Yay! He's going to be in Leeds for Atrox, and uh, we're going to hopefully get some official representation there with him, maybe his backdrop or something. We've got to talk to the Atrox folks, but... That one kind of snuck up on us. We didn't realize Ernie was going to be in town, so we're definitely going to go by and see him. It's just like Robin. If you haven't had a chance to meet Ernie or Robin, you are missing out on two of the sweetest people that has ever walked the face of this earth. You are too kind. Thank you. We love you and Ernie to death, and we're so happy that you guys are are members of our group, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again and seeing Ernie again in October. Well, give him a big hug from me when you see him, please. Yeah, especially if you see him in October, you know, bring him a sucker. He's a big fan of suckers. There you go. Goes the candy. Hello, suckers. I want to welcome you to the Alabama Ghostbusters. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have some other events in October. Those are the ones that we've got right now. Not too sure about other events in September. A lot of planning is taking place. I've been so focused with PKE Surge and and Dragon Con and, uh, and APF as well that my mind has not been... On really on too many local events over the next few months, but um, that's why we have people in our group that take care of things like that. Do we want to talk about what goes on at Roberto's house? You know, it was this time it was all PG, so yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be okay this time. Okay, to talk about it. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Roberto is going to be sporting, if the weather holds out, I'm sure. We'll be sporting the old 1980s Michael Crawford movie, uh, Condor Man. So just look for <laughs> look for Roberto uh, in a um, big yellow and orange, very uh, skin-tight suit. With tropical giant Force wings. Winds would probably be his friend. He could fly around, quite literally. <laughs> Flying Roberto. I love it. Wow. <laughs> 
We might have to tie him down to one of the Ectos. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Roberto Suarez, back a few weeks ago, had a a workshop at his place. And as a group, we occasionally try to get together and work on packs and work on different types of uh, projects, uh, ghost traps, belt gizmos, whatever. One of the things that I'm not overly familiar with is how to do resin castings or making molds, things of that nature to, to build props with. So Roberto is pretty efficient in that area. So myself and Kevin and Lisa and Rookie, uh, we all converged onto Roberto's back porch, which thankfully right off the back porch is a giant swimming pool. So I guess it was a workshop. We learned a little bit, but a lot of the time we just spent in the water. <laughs> the workshop is code for party. Yeah. Basically. You say, look, we're having a, well, a workshop at Roberto's. Okay, what kind of uh, a beer or refreshment do you want to bring? That's usually how it is. Yeah, it's the first time we've had a pool party, so Roberto and, and his wife were gracious and, and opened up their home to oh. us, and we had a, a great time. But uh, Roberto showed us how to uh, do some of those resin castings, and he's working on a couple of little projects that are pretty incredible. We'll hopefully get to see those come to fruition pretty soon. But we had barbecue. We cooked out, had hamburgers, hot dogs, sausage, you name it, uh, and all the fixings and pool party. And like you were saying, Kevin, that's one of the nice perks of being a member of the Alabama Ghostbusters is we all try to get together. The last year or two, we, we've been so wrapped up with events. It's been hard to schedule workshops where we can just get some downtime and hang out as friends, work on props and stuff if we need to. But when we do work on props and we do have these workshops, which really we don't work on props all that much be truthful we we do like evan said we 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 party we have a good time oh yeah (laughs) sometimes somebody will bring something like oh that can wait and you know break out the (laughs) hamburgers um (laughs) i think we need to have a big workshop for the alabama phoenix festival what do you think oh you do well if it translates (laughs) to party sure why not come on i think we can make that happen yeah that may actually be happening robin really there you go i love it did y'all actually, uh, while you're talking about your workshop, did y'all actually, I think I saw talking about making a favorite drink of the Ghostbusters. Didn't y'all do the... Uh... It's a family show, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> Not that drink. <laughs> we we tried our hand, thanks to uh, Ghostbusters Chicago Division, that franchise, put together a really cool recipe and video tutorial. Love it. So we, uh, we tried our hands at making Ecto Cooler. And the first try, the only try we did, turned out pretty good. It tasted just like the old drink box. Going to tweak it a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, I, it turned out pretty good. I, it brought back some good memories from childhood. Probably need the tiny bendy straws. I bet you that's what the taste was missing. Exactly. I'm here to confirm that it tastes fantastic with vodka as well. <laughs> Would that be crystal head vodka? <laughs> Actually, you know... It wasn't, but I really want to taste it with Chris Vodka. Now I'm going to do that now. Well, through the taste off for this one, it was probably the fact that Roberto's fingers were in it. <laughs> More than likely. So we fixed up the Ecto Cooler at Roberto's house, and, and we put together a little video tutorial about how to do that. We'll try to get that up before too much longer. But uh, we'll definitely try to have some on hand at, at Phoenix Fest. But this is what you miss with our workshops if you're not an, uh, an, an ALGP member. We have a ton of fun. We do a lot of different things. And really, it's just like I said earlier, it's it's a chance for us to take off the flight suits, just get down to casual clothes and enjoy time with the group as friends. Not that we don't at events. We have a lot of fun at events, but sometimes you just got to blow off the steam. So that's what we do at these workshops. And we've got one more coming up this year. 
And uh, considering whose house it's that is taking place, uh, that's going to be just as fun. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We, we've had him on the, the podcast before. We're talking about good old Todd Campbell. And uh, you want to talk about a really fun guy to be around. Todd's going to be it. He's staying with myself and Bo at Dragon Con this weekend. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> the three of us together. It's a real big shame that Rookie's not going to be at Dragon Con this year because of, of the fun we had last year when we took him over to the Metro Cafe yeah. karaoke night. Rookie at the time was 18 years old and had never experienced the oncomings <laughs> of a mature woman. Cougar! Rawr. He got pounced. <laughs> Cougar got hold of Rookie. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on his face... When that woman came over and just planted a big old kiss on his cheek, he looked like he had literally seen a ghost. Yeah. Real one. Boy turned white as a sheet. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. We saw Ricky become a man. Well, maybe. <laughs> well. <laughs> but it's a shame he won't be there this year. You let us drift back over into Dragon Con. You know that. Yes. You already talked about Dragon Con. Now you're coming back to it. Tangents, baby. Tangents. <laughs> Man, I know it's on your mind, but dang. Yeah. So, uh, but just things to look out for the for the end of the year. As far as us as a group, we'll be doing our workshop, and then we'll be making plans for Christmas parades and uh, maybe some one or two charity events in between now and then. So, it should be a lot of fun. It's going to be a good year. All right. So, is there anything else we want to talk about? You could always touch on your thoughts uh, before we go about any news on GB three. No, no, we don't touch that. Oh, we don't go there. Okay. We okay. will. We will. Uh, <laughs> and don't worry, we will be your big cheerleader if they do do it and that Slimer's uh, all VR. That's I mean, right. all CGI, you better be wearing the polka dot suit or whatever it is, the, the mocap so suit. Nah, not enough. Forget being behind the scenes this time and, and the costume. Give Robin a pack. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. you go. Or at the very least, you know, just give her a role. Like, a, a, like a, a line a or two, I'd be happy. Yeah. I think, you know what they should do, in all honesty, if it should happen, who knows if it will, but if it does, take all these different people that were kind of, like, not as known, but people that were in the film, and give them little cameos in it, and the fans would eat it up, I think. You know, like, uh, Jim Fye, who played the Statue of Liberty, give him a line, you know, and it, it, people would get a kick out of it to see all these people at, that they would know in the movie. I think it would be fun. Exactly. It's like Marvel does with all the comic book movies that they do. They throw in little Easter eggs here and there just for the comic book fans. Exactly. And they, I think I think the fans would absolutely love it. Everybody that had something behind the scenes, you know, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, everybody. Just give them a little something and, and people would, would eat it up, I think. Yep, I, I think they would too. I know that we all would. Not that I, would, I, w I wouldn't do, if they did like mocap, I would certainly do Slimer's mocap as well. I would be honored if, if that happened, but... It would it would be a blast to have a, a very a small role in it. I think that would be fun. Yeah, so we can have that moment when all of us can stand up and say, "Hey, it's Robin!" <laughs> uh, yes. Yay! I know her. <laughs> but we'll see. Like like you said, you know, who who knows if it'll ever happen? But if Bill decides to come back for it, great. If not, fine. You know, we've waited for so long now for more than two decades. We're exactly. I'm, I'm ready for something. I was very thankful. You know, I've done podcasts with uh, with Cross the Streams as well as Ghost Heads. Both podcast hosts have have asked me my opinion on it. I'm like, look, Mattel gave us the figures finally after so many years. 
I can take it or leave it. I'm happy with the fact that at least we've got something to hang our hats on. And, you know, I, I saw the other day that the American Film Institute, uh, their top 100 list has Ghostbusters at number 28 all-time films or is it all-time comedies, one of those two. We've got that to hang our hats on, and we've gotten the humongous honor and privilege of getting to know people like Robin, people like Dan, people like Ernie. You know, we've gotten to know people who who are, are very much associated with the franchise itself. And so I'm fine with whatever they decide to do. I'm fine with if they don't do it. I've got my memories. I've got my Mattel figures. I've got the relationships, more importantly, more than anything. I can take it. I can leave it. Would love to see it. I, I will say that I'm not sure how crazy I would be to see a new cast take over, even though I know that's in the plans. And that's only because the names that have been floating out there for years, some of these actors I don't want to see because some of their past works have kind of offended me. So I want to see people who can do Ghostbusters justice, not just because they're the hot name at the time. I want to see somebody who can put a quality comedic role into it and not something perverse. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I'm like with anybody. I wanted to see it happen, but I agree with you completely. I, if it happens, I want it to be done right. Don't just do it just to do it. Do it because you know, hey, it's it's something special. And I mean, like what what we're trying to do, we're trying to pass Ghostbusters on to a new generation. Well, maybe a new movie can do that. And then, you know, you just can't do it by slapping something together. You know, you need something quality. My biggest fear is that Hollywood right now, with with their less than stellar run, in my opinion, of remakes and reboots. I want to see something original out there. I don't want to see Ghostbusters remade. That, to me, is a film that the, the, both of the Ghostbusters films need to be left alone. They just need to add to the legacy, not recreate it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I really have nothing to add to this. By the way, Kevin, they're going to remake Star Wars. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Didn't they do that already? It's called the special edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move along. Did you guys hear about the Pratt Institute making the logo one of the top 125 icons? Yes. Michael Gross is doing quite well. I'm pretty sure he'll make the top 125, which it should. I I totally agree. Michael uh, created such an iconic logo, and it's one that we all really base our franchise logos off of. You can look look up different Ghostbusters franchises and, and, uh, and see that his work is definitely still being utilized today. You should totally, if if uh, if people want to, they can go to, I think it's 125.pratt.edu slash gallery slash artist slash gross, G-R-O-S-S, and vote for the logo if you haven't. Well, I know I put my vote in, and I know a lot of people will too. Right. It's, like I said, it's doing really well, but it's pretty exciting. It's, it's kind of a, I think it's made Michael pretty humbled and gracious that, that he's up for this, but like I said, he should be. It's pretty cool. Indeed. I found the page and I'm voting for it. <laughs> Yay! You should do so too. <laughs> I I agree. I agree. He was amazed that it was actually above like the Empire State Building. Wow. It, it's pretty incredible. At least it was. I haven't checked on where the stats are recently, but he was doing the logo is doing really really well. Well, on that note, everybody go vote for Michael's logo, and uh, we're gonna wrap it up there. Thank you so much, Robin, for joining us yet again. Thank you guys for having me on. It's always wonderful to talk to you. Oh, we love having you on. We love having you. Most importantly, you and Sean both as just dear friends of ours. 
And uh, I certainly thank you from the bottom of my heart for just being the awesome people that you are. And just thank you for being friends. Love to you guys. I can't wait to see you in May. Looking forward to it. So on behalf of Robin, I'm Brock Parker. I'm Bo Bearden. I'm Kevin Gardner. And thanks so much for joining us for Episode 9 of the Alabama Ghostbusters Podcast. If you're heading to Dragon Con, we will see you there for PKE Surge. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining the Alabama Ghostbusters. For our community and charity events calendar, visit alabamagb.com.